in-depth conversations, matchup breakdowns, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dunlap. Here we go back, Fourth Down in the Steel City. Crowley, he's on a, a little mini vacation. He's out today. Our general, uh, generally our producer is Greg Finley. Greg Finley is also a very talented radio man. He steps in and he's jumping on the podcast today as a talent, but we all know he's already talented before today. So, Greg, uh, Jerry Dulac, or compadre at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, has worked there forever, probably wearing a sweater vest right now. So, Jerry, all, he has an unbelievably great chat that he does. I always sift through it. I think it's very enlightening. And I think Jerry gives the perfect mixture of of quick answers to that deeper answers. And it's, it's the perfect mix of serious and smart assery. Like it's really good chat. It's the way you're supposed to do them. So someone asked Jerry in the chat, they said, Hey Jerry, I'm kind of rooting for the offense here, my man. But if the offense performs well, wouldn't one and one make two. And that means Matt Canada would perform well over these next six games. And that means Matt Canada would be, well, probably coming back. And Jerry responded something to the effect of, yes, that's why it's probably time to be careful what you root for right now. So I'll ask you the same thing. We all want Kenny Pickett to do well. We all want him to have success, especially over these last six games and show growth, uh, either incremental or exponential, but growth trending in the right direction. But, Greg, there's no way Kenny Pickett can trend in the right direction and, on the other hand, not heap praise onto Matt Canada in some way, right? Yeah, that's that's kind of what it that's kind of what it feels like to me. I mean, it, as fans of this team, I want to see them succeed. But at the same time, isn't the goal of being a fan of a team for them to make a playoff run? And this year's team is not that team. They don't have a playoff run in them, in my opinion. And if it means that they're not going to be able to, you know, win games because that gets rid of Matt Canada or the offense doesn't look explosive enough, so they got to get rid of Matt Canada. Look, we just talked about in the last segment, they can't score touchdowns by way of passing the ball. They're not doing it very often, and especially in the red zone. That's a huge problem in this league. So they need to get rid of Matt Canada. They need to get a new offensive coordinator. In order for that to happen, this offense can't look too explosive where they're scoring 30 points a game. So as a fan... I want to see the Steelers succeed, but for this season alone, they don't have it in them. I know it. You know it. A lot of people know it. And so we need to root against it so they can fix it for next year. Well, okay. Let me, I'll bite in what you just said. We need to root against it. And, and again, I, I want the Steelers to succeed, but I also want them to understand Matt Canada sucks. Yes. Uh, that said, you say we need to root against it. Let me put it this way then. By rooting against it and saying you get that outcome, right? Then if you root against it and you get the outcome you desire as you're rooting against it, what if then it's that means that Kenny Pickett isn't performing to the level at which you think that he you're confident that he's the guy you drafted? That's that's a that's a fair question. And you know, that that's tough because we want to see a different offensive coordinator, but if the quarterback looks good 
then the offensive coordinator probably looks good because right. he's the one dialing up the plays. So that's a tough slope, but I, I want to see Kenny Pickett succeed in this league. And I think that they thought that he was going to be the guy and that's why they drafted him. And he showed signs of that ball. And in that game on Monday night, I mean, people experts brought it up. They pick it looked really good in this game. He, he still threw no touchdowns. That's a problem to me. And so he can look good, but they, they're not scoring points. They left a lot of points on the field on Monday night. They went 16 points in that first half. And they should have had it over 20 by way of touchdowns. But they kept kicking field goals because they couldn't put together scoring plays. I'll tell you the number one problem I have with Matt Canada. I mean, there is, I guess there is no number one. It's not really ranked. The sequencing of his play calling is so incredible and so bad in so much as he never has first and 10 try to set up for second and short. He never has second and six with worst case scenario being third and makeable. Like it's it's it feels like it doesn't flow together as one album. It's just a collection of songs. His play calling, where you watch real offensive play callers, and it's a full menu that flows together. His doesn't. It's just all a la carte. It's like he will have th- he has no grasp of time and place and space and what to do in a particular instance if something is worst case scenario to leave yourself still with some life. That's the part that I no, don't get. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I agree with you. I mean, the, that uh, Thursday night game with the Patriots at Bills, it was third and they ran Stinson up the middle for 16 yards. On third and eight for the Steelers, it's a dump-off play with 14 guys in front of you that are ready to tackle you. And you go, oh, oh well, fourth and 16, we'll punt. Like they right, never or, try anything where they or on third and an uh, inch, it's a double reverse and it doesn't work and it makes it fourth and seventeen instead of well, right. if it doesn't work, it's just fourth and one again. You know, that's that's the sequencing yeah. part I don't understand with the guy, and I'll never get with the guy. Um, that's just problematic. Uh and how, okay. and how about Kenny? How about Kenny Pickett just pitching the idea to Mike Tomlin, foregoing Matt Canada on the run play to Benny Snell for the touchdown when they were inside the two-yard line? I mean, Can we speak about like, that a little bit? Should that have been played up more? Should we have celebrated that even more in Pittsburgh and try to build it up to the Matt Canada doesn't know what the hell he's doing um, sort of yes. apex moment? That's that's what that's what I took away from it when they asked Kenny Pickett about it. He said, "Yeah, I pitched the idea to Tomlin. He said, let's go for it, and we ran that play, and it worked. It's like really that simple because the offensive coordinator doesn't make it look that simple. If you were drafting right now, let's say the Steelers, let's say it goes on win loss win. Let's say they go three and three. I don't know, and they finish seven and ten, and you're somewhere. I don't know. Would you okay. pick? I don't know, pick 10th, maybe. I don't know if you're 7-10, 10th, 12th, somewhere around there. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Who knows how the rest of the league shakes out. And you had your, your pick of positions at that point. You're picking 10th or 11th. 
Where would you go right now? Offensive line, because I'm tired of Dan Moore. I need to see somebody else than Dan Moore. I mean, the the times that he gets beat and it just leads to a Kenny Pickett sack or the times that he holds because he got beat so bad and it leads to a 10-yard penalty, you got to replace that guy. He's just not very good, and he's hurting your offense. Yeah, I'm probably with you. I, I'd rather maybe go free agency with the offensive line, but you're right. I, if I'm going to draft, I need to draft the stud offensive lineman that can't miss, so to speak. The thing that gets really iffy is the defensive backfield has not been better. The corners have not been better, but I don't know how much stock to put into the whole Steelers don't know what the hell they're doing when they draft corners. If that's a Kevin Colbert thing, if that can be fixed with a new regime, if you should shy away from it forever. Um, but, you know, Witherspoon and Levi Wallace and those, they really haven't made it better back there. They haven't. And this team might lose Cam Sutton. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and, you know, Joey Porter Jr. is going to be out there. And I, I don't know if you take that guy just because of – I mean, you're not going to take him because of his name, but the Steelers have done that before where they just take the guy because, oh, you know, the name, the, the Hayward name, or, you know, they go with that direction. But I think he's a really good cornerback. He's a stud for Penn State. Maybe he is that missing piece that you get for your cornerback next year. But – in this situation, Colin, if they pick at 10, I think you take best available guy, except at running back or at quarterback or at wide receiver. But in the places that you need, if there's a top offensive lineman out there, you take him. If Joey Porter Jr. is out there, you take him. Last thing before we get out of here, do the Pittsburgh Steelers, Greg, beat the Atlanta Falcons? Why or why not? Yeah, they do because the Falcons' defense, I brought this up in the first segment, their defense is terrible. I mean, they're like 30th in the league in giving up points allowed. They're not good defensively. And offensively, they just lost Kyle Pitts for the rest of the year. I don't think the Steelers are going to fear this Zacchaeus guy or Drake London from USC. Drake London's pretty good, fine. But I don't think the Steelers fear them as much because – those are their weapons. Like if they had Kyle Pitts out there, it opens up their options to get more open. But the run game's the biggest fear for me because the Falcons are fourth in the league in rushing. Can you shut down Algier? Can you shut down Cordero Patterson? And can you keep Marcus Mariota in the par- in the pocket so he can't escape and make plays with his legs? You do all those things, I think they'll win no problem. I don't think it's no problem. I think it's 24-21 walk-off field goal by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even more so, walk-off field goal after they miss one, but Mm. the Falcons jump off sides or have a penalty, and then they kick it again, and it goes through the second time. That's how they're going to – I don't know. (laughs) But that's what's going to happen. They are going to be tied or down one. They're going to kick the field goal and it's going to miss, and it'll either be a timeout real late or a penalty or something like that, and then they're going to kick it again, and it's going to go in. That's what's going to happen at the end of the football game. Finley, it's been wonderful. I love you, pal. Thanks for stepping in for for Adam Crowley. This is great. Thanks for having me on, man. Certainly. It's your podcast just as much as it's mine. It's fourth down in the Steel City. Uh, Crowley will be back on Monday, hopefully talking a Steelers win. Finley, thank you. We will talk again. All right, Colin. Have a good weekend.